What's up and welcome to Ahead of the Curve. This is your host, Jonathan Gellner, and thank you so much for joining us. This podcast is powered by Stick and Ball TV, the baseball and softball streaming platform. If you're a coach who wants to get better, then Stick and Ball is just for you. With weekly updated videos from some of the top baseball and softball coaches in the country, it's an absolute no-brainer. Check them out at stickandball.tv or on the Stick and Ball TV mobile app. This week, I got the pleasure of interviewing Dave Turgeon, national team head coach at IMG Academy. Dave has enjoyed a career in baseball that includes 13 years of professional playing experience that has spanned the globe, combined with decades of managing and coaching experience at the professional, college, and now high school levels. Dave is also a contributing blogger on Team USA's baseball's website. So on the show, Dave and I discuss what a day in the life at IMG Academy would look like. We discuss what they're doing with fall instructs and how we as coaches can do a better job of helping players respect the reps. You're going to love this episode with Dave Turgeon. Dave, welcome to the show. Jonathan, good morning. Always a pleasure connecting with you. I look forward to talking a little bit about some baseball and, and coaching. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dave, I... I, every time we talk, I feel like I learned something. And so I know that our listeners better get their pens and, and papers ready uh, to be able to do that. Or, you know, or your Evernote files or note files, whatever you're taking on notes on devices these days. But uh, last time we talked, you were with your coordinator with the Pirates. And now you're currently the national team head coach at IMG Academy. And man, like talking off the mic, you are <laughs> you love your job. And you are so excited to go to work every single day. I feel like you're making a, an absolute impact. So just tell us a little bit about that and, and that transition and, and what you're doing on a daily basis. So in, uh, in 20, obviously, um, was scheduled to go to uh, manage in Altoona, the dub, RAA club or the AA club uh, of the Pirates. And with COVID, the season never went off. So uh and I, as most people know, at the end of 19, there was a regime change, uh, leadership change from top to bottom. And um, they kind of continued to bring in their own folks. And um, at the end of 20, parted ways with with the Pirates. Um, didn't know where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do. Um, you know, it, it was such a it's bizarre time. Uh, first time I've experienced that. Um, and I considered profession change. I had considered a lot of different changes. Um, you know, the, the opportunity to came, come up, uh, to, to coach, uh, baseball at IMG Academy came up and, you know, and I was considering also an opportunity to get back into pro ball and I chose to stay home and coach, you know, at IMG Academy. So I removed myself from the chaos of professional baseball and, and decided to come home and stay home and coach and impact here at IMG. And um, to be honest, it was, it was, uh, it was a great decision. I, I've experienced a, a reconnection to the game. Um, it's been a mini revival and, and it's uh, for me just to be able to um, coach in such a pure uh, environment and, you know, with, with kids and having the, you know, the ability to really impact them uh, on a daily basis, more so than even upper level big leaguers, triple A, double A guys, because these kids are much more malleable at this this point in their lives. And 
and vulnerable. A lot of these kids are away from home and um, they don't even have their folks as their anchor here. So your job is a, is a big responsibility. And so like, I guess I, so there's sometimes that I have a hard time understanding the, just the, the vastness that, that is IMG Academy. And you said you guys had six varsity teams, which just like, I, like I, <laughs> that doesn't even, you know, register on my, like, how do, how do you guys coordinate all of that? So that, I guess that's, that's my question of like, what does that look like on a daily basis? Do you have your group and then you guys go to field one and you've got them all for this? Or is there like a, yeah. a top down thing of we're splitting all it, but this is kind of the agenda for the day. Just walk us. So, through it, I, that so you know, we, sense. yeah, we have 200 and I think 204 players in our program. Um, and so essentially you're looking at the size of a professional organization, um, right around there. It's a similar size, um, a little, a, a lot, you know, a lot less coaches. So more responsibilities go to each coach in terms of handling workload and stuff. But I will tell you that coordinating that on a daily basis, it's not hard for me because John Russell, our field coordinator is responsible for organizing, you know, the fields and the blocks of time. And basically, you know, the, the difference between there and pro ball is, is that you get to do it all. Number one, every coach is under one roof in one building year round and the players are right there on campus. So you don't have to travel. However, you do have to be super organized, um, you know, and, you know, the responsibility is huge for, for John Russell and, and Dan Simons, our baseball director, obviously, but JR really shoulders the load for that. Um, and that is a Rubik's cube, you know, daily um, because, you know, we have six fields, two half fields. Uh, we have a JV programs. We got postgraduate programs. You know, the, the fields are being occupied all morning and then all afternoon daily now. And um, as well as the cages. So it's it's a lot. There's a lot of activity on a daily basis. And uh, honestly, we're we're grateful for JR. And, and so all I have to do is, you know, click on schedule, you know, and see what my blocks of time are and then create the, the magic and the blocks of time. But he handles and shoulders all of that, man. Oh, that's awesome. I love hearing that. And, and it's, it's, they're very blessed to have such great coaches and, uh, and such a great, uh, you know, setup and, and things like that. And so let, I, I want to know, so, you know, you're, you're working with uh, some of the, some of the, I guess, greatest athletes, regardless of, of age uh, at IMG and in pro ball. So what, what, what translates? So, you know, you hear this, this phrase that comes up, well, you know, they're not in pro ball or they're not, uh, you know, 25 years old, 27 years old. And I get that a lot of strength and maturity happens between those ages. But what would you say uh, would be some different things that, that just transcends whatever age group that they're that they're that they're with so what have you been able to take from pro ball and be able to translate to the teenagers that you're working with today you know the process of player development and how i was brought into it you know is very holistic and you know i've always believed in you know you know connecting with the man first and growing up you know the man and um in order to find the player and i and I have changed nothing in that that idea or or I guess you could talk about a theory 
the one thing I know, and, and everything evolves, Jonathan, you know, you've, you're a learner, you're, you're working all the time and, and developing your thoughts and ideas, things evolve. And, but the one thing, you know, that I, I always go back to, you know, is that the player resides in the man. And as we, we try to help these kids go from, you know, boy to man, and that is, that's the hardest process you know, in my opinion, changing thoughts and behaviors um, in order to grow them up. Because, you know, once you you get them, if you can help mature them and understand some things either about themselves or, you know, life, um, you know, a lot of the baseball and the training and the X's and O's falls into place because now they're ready for it and um, they can be more present for it. They can understand it. They're in a different spot. So I've, you know, again, that, uh, has never become more evident uh, than now going back from, you know, shoot 19. My last team was uh, Arizona Fall League in Peoria, all AAA big leaguers, AA guys. And um, I, I believe in the same exact stuff. They're just at a different dot in their careers and processes than these cats are. And, um, you know, but now everything is, you know, very fluid, uh, maturity, bodies growing, um, you know, they, they, there's a lot more going on here. And I'm really even more sure. convicted in the, the thought of, you know, I can really help them grow up and try to show them what right looks like daily. Um, Cause they're not, they're not set in their ways. And then some of them who are away from home aren't anchored down by their family. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the one thing I know and I'm more convicted in. No doubt. So with that, so, you know, I, you talk about, well, you hear coaches talk about building the culture. Uh, and so it's, it, you guys have a really interesting dynamic because it's, it's, you're trying to make them some of the best players in the world. And, uh, and, and with that, I'm sure there is an already established culture there of excellence and that's why they're there. But I, I guess I'm curious on, you know, when, if, if I was ever to take over a high school job, it would be much different than the one that you guys are doing with the expectation of, hey, you, we're getting you guys ready for a professional whatever, whether it's tennis or basketball or football or baseball in your case. And so just I get I guess what you know, that, that's just an interesting dynamic. And so is, is culture talked about or is it more of like personal excellence on a daily basis? So the, for me, you know, the, the idea, so once, once I get my, my club, my group, and even whatever, regardless, like this fall, I have three different work groups that I'm kind of jumping from group to group during the six day process um, of instruction. Um, I'm always very clear on expectation, um, you know, and what this work day is going to look like sound like and be like and why we're doing it and all of that and so with that you know you know it's your back door creating a mini culture as they walk into your field every day and your dugout every day they know the expectation they know what we're doing they know why we're doing it and they, and they know what it's going to look like and and i think um essentially you know that that is culture um and you know as i get my group in January, when, when I have my group, um, then you can really, you know, drill down and dig down deep on talking about standards and um, um, what do you guys want to be? Let's let's talk about this. 
and then really kind of collaborate on what they want to be. And then, uh, you know, I'll fill in the cracks, but they have part ownership of what this culture is going to look like and feel like on a daily basis. And uh, it's my my opportunity to include them, put my stuff in too, um, if they haven't. And, and so we're sharing in that and then the ability to go out and do it because it's the, it's the action, it's the activity, it's the, it's the do of it uh, that really makes it whatever it is. No doubt. So with that, with, uh, you know, having all of the different experiences that you've had and playing in all the different parts of the world, uh, now back to amateur baseball, what wisdom have you taken from being in those places and imparted with these guys? So, you know, you, I, I feel like, we're always, and, and this, this may just be a personal thing for me, but I'm always like, man, I wish they had known this, or I, I wish that they could do this before they got to me so that we could go to the next step rather than reteaching it. And so I, I guess I'm curious as to what are you imparting with them, you know, besides their daily excellence, besides the standards of performance and things like that. But how, wh- what are just some different ideas that you have or some different conversations that you have with players that are saying, Hey guys, like I've, I've coached at the highest level and I've seen these guys and we need to start doing X, Y, and Z. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think honestly, I think one thing that, that my experience has given me and is to see, you know, we're at whatever level you're at, how hard the game, the game is never easy. Um, and if it is easy at a level, it's just a matter of time before you get to a level where this thing becomes, you know, really stinking hard. And, and, um, you know, I've seen guys at the highest levels struggle and it's not unlike guys at this level struggling. And many times it becomes about the mind and, um, versus, you know, the swing of the delivery and, and the, and it's more about the approach and the, and the, and how you're viewing things. So, um, empathy for the player is, is a big deal. Um, you know, because when you pull guys aside, they can feel you. They know uh, you got their back and you're not this transactional coach that says, you know, hey, when you're going bad, don't look at me when you're going good. You know, hey, how you doing? And, um, you know, so I think I think the empathy piece is big. Um, I, I've played in other countries. We have players from all over the world here. Um, and, you know, I'm coaching kids from Korea, Japan. I love Mexico, uh, Venezuela, Dominican Republic, um, you know, haven't played there. And, and I've coached a ton of different countries, kids. I, I tell you that playing overseas is not that easy. Um, you have a ton of adjustments, style of play, culture, language, food, everything is an adjustment. So since I started managing and coaching, the one thing I've always had is a heart for those international players and um, just, you know, the ability to connect and somehow, uh, whether it's, you know, hello, how you doing in their language, uh, taking the time to find out about their, their story. Um, I remember how big that was for me when I was overseas and someone took the time. Um, it made me feel cared for and it made me feel like I was a part of something you know, not just, uh, not just the player on a team. And I've always, I've always felt that that, that experience has really helped me with those things, you know, and, um, you know, that's probably the biggest thing I took away from all the travel. Sure. No, I, I love that. And 
Yeah, I think that the people that have the most closed mind mindedness is I know that I did uh, whenever I had that lack of travel and experiences around the world and just, you know, seeing different cultures in different parts of the world. It's like, wow, like <laughs> how could I be so narrow minded sometimes? Right. We get into our little bubbles and we just mm-hmm. like, wow. And, and we get around this people who think and, and, and do the same things that we do. And we fall into those patterns and that I, yeah. I love hearing that. And so at IMG, you guys are, are trying to build complete student athletes. And so it, their schedule is, I'm sure it's a lot different than, you know, what we have at, at it sure is. or any, any high school. So tell it us sure a little is. bit about that and then we can and dig more into that. I'd love to hear. You, you know, you'd be amazed. Um, obviously, these guys have a ton of resources available to them to help them, right? In, in every facet um, from strength conditioning, you know, on field, and then the individual attention they get on field within the context of team. And then, you know, nutrition, um, mental skills, um, you know, and then they have a full academic load. And within that, they have a ton of support there also, you know, um, you know, tutors, uh, academic advisors. um, And, you know, the schedule is set up too, where this is like a walking college campus and many of their schedules are kind of like a college where you have some classes two days a week, other classes three days a week to kind of this block thing. So they have to manage their time, you know, and just as like a college student would. And I'm going to, I'll tell you that I think, you know, that we probably put as much on their plate, if not more than some colleges, you know, because, you know, they're, they're, they have to kind of tap into all these, these areas. So, you know, for example, I might have a team practice on Wednesday, right? So they go to class and they'll get out at like 1145 or whatever. Their classes go through the morning. They get it, they go run and grab a lunch. And then they have, you know, their first thing might be on Wednesday. They have lift at 130, right? So that's an hour. They'll get out to me at 245 for a team practice, right? I get my hands on them for about two hours. And, um, you know, we roll into and do our do our practice, but I got to get them out, you know, towards the end because they might have a mental skills thing. So I, I'm bookended by, you know, two things that they've got going on that day, you know. So they'll, they'll run over to mental skills or nutrition or whatever it is that day, finish up with that, go grab their dinner, and then they got to start crushing their homework um, or preparing for tests and all that kind of thing, you know. So their days are really full, man. And now I will tell you, that obviously, that's really good. Downtime and, you know, a young, a young kid with a lot of downtime is not, sure. not good. And so, but um, their days are really full, you know. And I know there's, there's a, you know, there's a reason for that, obviously, is, you know, one, you're trying to help these cats, but two, it's, they need to be full. And, um, but they are. And, and um, you know, um, I have to be cognizant of, all of the other things they have going on in their lives. Um, when I plan practice too, you know, I just can't, you know, um, I just can't crush them either at practice. I have to consider all the other stuff they have going on and work around that. No doubt. No doubt. Well, it's cool. Like that. I mean, that sounds like a college and pro experience and that's, that's why they're there. And I think that, uh, that, that that's a really neat uh, look into, into that side of things. But let's let's talk about the training side. So 
what does what does training look like there? And you just kind of walk us through, you know, what you guys are doing this time of year. What does the off season calendar look like? And I know I know that their days are full, so you don't necessarily you're not playing baseball with them twenty four hours a day. And so just kind of walk us through what you guys are doing this time of year, and and we'll get up to preseason. So that is we're we were in we're just winding down uh, our uh, fall instructional program. Okay. And, you know, basically that consisted of, you know, you've got some hitting groups, you've got some defensive groups and you have a, a team that you're training. Um, and, you know, you were really trying to get to know players personally and then, you know, um, technically so we can figure out over like a 10, 12 week period, you know, how we can help them and help them to perform better and, and move on to the next thing. So it's been awesome. It's been, it's been a very intensive thing for players and coaches because there's a vast majority of these guys that even the committed guys, but uncommitted guys to college that still want to go out and play on weekends to get exposure. And so those guys have a ton of baseball on their plate. And, um, you know, so we also, you know, while we're here, I mean, you know, we, we have games usually Thursday, Fridays or Fridays and Saturdays, you know, amongst our teams that, you know, we had an individual draft, uh, each, you know, head coach had drafts and we picked our players and you got to compete with that team that you drafted. Um, and you're, you're responsible to help get them each better, but there there's this has been like a talk about uh, a Rubik's cube we, we didn't have John Russell, you know, figuring this stuff out uh, for us to or helping us. It would be virtually impossible. And, you know, like I said, Jr. former major league manager, Buck Showalter's bench coach for about eight years. Um, he's in the fight with us every day and in the trenches with us every day. And um, again, it's just not another example of some of the great baseball minds and men we have over here. But sure. this fall has been really cool. Um, I will tell you that there's a reason for off seasons. Some of these cats have been going at it really hard for nine, 10 months. Um, so we we're in the process of now deloading after, you know, we finished up our games this week, um, you know, giving them the weekend off and we're in the process of deloading so they can focus on their academics and focus on their bodies and, focus on some mental skill stuff, but to, to a large degree, putting some of the bats guys, bats and balls down to focus on some other things to regenerate their, their minds and bodies. You know, they, there's a reason for off seasons. You need it. Um, you know, you want to avoid the burnout because, you know, as good as it is to commit to an area of training, you really have to be aware of the mind and, and uh, the attrition of, of, you know, just a long season, you know? Sure. No doubt. No doubt. Well, you know, I got two comments on that. One, one, I'm not surprised that John Russell is amazing at his job. I mean, you do know where he grew up, right? What state he grew up in? Oklahoma. Absolutely. See, oh, yeah. I don't know why you're surprised. Uh, Absolutely. But, <laughs> he reminds me every day. Yeah, oh, yeah. There you go. I love it. We'll, we'll, we'll tell him a former Okie or a, a current Okie says hello. I will uh, do that. You need to get him on the thing, show. Yeah, let, let, like there it is. There it is. Let's do that. <clears throat> but second thing I wanted to ask is, so you've got this fall instructs period. And yep. is it just like basic fundamentals? I mean, is that, is that what you guys are going over with together? And then playing on the on the latter half of the week? 
Yeah, we, we focus on there's a team concept of the, of the fundamentals and then the individual um, components of, you know, fundamentals, situational hitting, position play and, and, and all of that. And um, and then bring it together, take the test by playing the game and see where they're at. And then back to work on, you know, Monday of prepare, execute, review. Where are we at? Where do you think we want we need to be? um, individually, collectively, um, that's, it is such a fast pace. There's so, there's so much going on. This has been, I'm telling you, this is, and I was telling some guys, I said, look, I've, I've been charged with scheduling spring training, helping to run spring training. This is way, this is more, there's more moving parts here. And because, there's also of the out of the 204 or five players or whatever we have here, um, the disparity from the top top guy to the bottom guy is also it's it's incredible it's incredibly great and so that requires you know time and attention because you can't do the same stuff with 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 the kids you know at the lower level that you're doing at the top level and so you're you're um, you know, so again, Jr. He shoulders a lot of it, and uh, you know, scheduling everything around lifts, school, you know, APD, you know, skill stuff, nutrition stuff, and uh, and travel ball. I, I don't know how he does it, but he does it. But um, you know, um, it's been it's again, this has been an awesome uh, fall um, of learning for myself too. And the pace of it all, because of all this, the pace is awesome. I like pace. Pace agrees with me. Um, and the time just flies. And, um, you know, I, at the end of the day, you're, you're gassed and it flew by. So I, that's, I love that. No doubt. I love that too. And, uh, and so we get to, you know, your, your certain point to, uh, this time in the fall, I guess. And then what does this transition to more of uh, just, you know, the weight room and mental conditioning. And then you're taking a step back for a couple of weeks on the baseball side and yeah. then get ready for preseason pretty soon. Yeah, I think so. What you have. So, you, like I said, we're, we're going to be deloading most of the guys with uh, bat and ball stuff, mound stuff. Um where, you know, they concentrate on the body, on the mind stuff, on academics, um, even some of them, you know, getting home to reconnect with families. Um, it's a it's a regen time. Now, there are guys that were that are coming back from either surgeries or injuries or illness, uh, you know, from the fall where their periodization of of their 12 month cycle will be a little different than the others where, um, you know, a guy that missed, uh, you know, he missed the entire fall because he had a hamstring injury, then got mono, you know, what do we want to do with him? Well, let's, why don't we do a slow ramp up with some skill work and get his body back where it needs to be. So he'll be on a little different program than maybe the rest of the guys or, we have another a cat that, you know, coming back from a surgery who is completely healthy and has now been cleared to, you know, do all baseball activities. So how do we bring him along and that other guy along to get them ready for the second week in January, which is when we probably crank it up 
you know, as our spring training, you call it. Right. And so um, there's a there's a there's a fair amount of those cats that we have to take care of um, and set up their calendars to get them to where they're they're going to they'll be ready to ramp up with the rest of the crew come January. Oh, I love that. So tell us a little bit about uh, when, when, when that happens. So do they go home for the break and then they come back yeah. and you guys give them a plan to be, to try and get ready. Cause I mean, Florida, you could do baseball stuff year round, but yeah. most of those kids aren't necessarily going to stay there. So just tell us about what that's like. Yeah, most, so there's, there's a lot of uh, borders, um, you know, kids that, that live in other States and countries that will go home and um, you know, there, they will be, you know, like our, they, we have online stuff for them. So our strength coach can, you know, email, do zoom calls with groups and all that kind of stuff. See, you know, Hey, how you guys doing? Get, get his eyes on them. Da, 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 da. And he can give them a program to go execute, you know? So how they, how they do that, it, obviously it will be, shouldered by them and, and, uh, wherever they're, they have the ability to train, um, you know, pitchers will be given a, a program of arm, arm care, arm health, um, you know, to, so that when they come back, they're ready to step up on the bump and start some, some side pens and things like that to get that rolling, um, position players, you know, they'll be given, you know, uh, uh, the same, you know, uh, you know, if we can get our throwing in and, and uh, ground ball work, fly ball work in two days a week, you know, keep our bodies moving. This is what's going to be required of you. The game demands it. And when you get back in January, the, the, you know, the ramp up will be a lot more seamless. And though, obviously, when you get guys coming back from breaks, you know, significant breaks, you always have some that are going to be ahead of others. Some did a better job. Um you know, you have it in pro ball, you know, guys, some guys really show up and other guys may have maybe shirked, you know, some of those responsibilities and they show up not as ready. And you got to be aware of that because, you know, if you, if you ramp up everyone on the same page, man, some guys can break down quickly and flare up and all that. So that's a, that's a, uh, you know, that's always been a challenge and, and, and it will continue to be, you know, because everyone's different. Thank you for listening to Ahead of the Curve. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a rating or review wherever you are listening. I also wanted to remind you that you can find the video portion at the AOTC channel on stickandball.tv. Have a great week.